Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Our founding fathers, after deciding not to set up a monarchy with a a king and a queen and that type of thing, once said that our little experiment with freedom and democracy would last until politicians discovered how to bribe their voters with their own money. (laughs) That is so good. Founding fathers were so good and so insightful. And President Joe Biden and his liberal Democrats are very desperate. They see the writing on the wall for this November's election, and they really are in full panic mode. Proof of this came last Wednesday when Joe announced his plan for student loan cancellation. In a series of articles from the Daily Wire, it says that President Joe Biden unveiled a plan on Wednesday to cancel $10,000 in student loans per borrower earning under $125,000, as well as $20,000 per borrower who paid for college using Pell Grants. White House officials have been weighing the move for months before officially landing on the $10,000 figure, according to a report from CNN. Though some Democrat lawmakers have supported canceling up to $50,000 per borrower. Biden also decided to extend the pause on federal student loan repayments to January of next year, while borrowers with undergraduate loans can cap repayment at 5% of monthly income. Now, Biden said on social media that the policies keep uh, with his his campaign promise to eliminate 10,000 of student debt per borrower and will give working and middle-class families breathing room. <laughs> now, now you know, I, I have to agree with him here in that this is true. He did promise to do this. This was something he said he would do on the campaign trail before he was elected president. So it should be no surprise, no matter how bad an idea it is, he said he would do it. Now, he broke a couple other promises in order to do it, but We'll, we'll overlook that, right? Nixing $10,000 of debt per borrower would cost $298 billion in 2022. That's this year. It's going to cost us that. And a total of $329 billion by 2031. And actually, there's there's other figures that are showing. Those are very conservative numbers. And, and, and that's only if the policy is renewed each year, according to a nonpartisan analysis, at University of Pennsylvania Warrington School. Now, less than 32% of the funding would benefit Americans in the lo- in the two lowest income uh, quintiles, while 42% would benefit those earning more than 82,400 per year. Indeed, a report from the Brookings Institute observed that one-third of student debt is owed by the wealthiest 20% of households, while only 8% is owed um, by the bottom 20%, likely because graduate degrees are often necessary for the most lucrative professions, right? So obviously it's the ones that are making the most that are going to be having the most debt, 
I mean, that, that's just common sense. The policy may offer additional distract, uh, um, uh, distortions as, as potential borrowers consider the, the possibility of future bailouts. I mean, this could be a precedent-setting thing, right? If student loan debt forgiveness is ongoing, students might eventually reorganize their financing toward additional borrowing. And this this is actually what the economists there at Warrington explained. A new survey from CNBC shows that 59% of Americans are worried that student debt cancellation will make inflation worse. And they should be. <laughs> that 59% is pretty smart. Nixing student debt is particularly popular among the young. Well, of course, because you're giving them more of the money. While 30% of overall respondents said that no cancellations should occur, only 19% of adults between 18 and 34 years old maintain that position. The Biden administration's move has also been criticized by Lawrence Summers, who served as Treasury Secretary under President Bill Clinton and a National Economic Council Director under President Barack Obama, who contend, uh, contended on Monday that funds for loan cancellation could be better utilized elsewhere. So he's not even getting support from those that would normally support him. Quote, the worst idea would be a continuation of the, the current memorandum that benefits, among others, highly paid surgeons, lawyers, and investment bankers, Summer said. If relief is to be given, it should not be uh, any precedent. Uh, it should be, uh, it should only be given for the first few dollars, thousand dollars of debt, and for those with generally middle class incomes. That's what he had to say. Now, Summers, a frequent skeptic of Biden's economic agenda, despite his own left wing tendencies, uh, commented on social media that the potential loan cancellation, uh, if unreasonably generous, could contribute to higher levels of inflation and more college hiking, colleges hiking their prices. Well, of course it's going to happen. And quote, every dollar spent on, on student loan relief is a dollar that could have gone to support those who don't get the opportunity to go to college, Summer explained. Student loan debt relief is, spent, uh, is spending that raises demand and increases inflation. It consumes resources that could better be used helping those who did not, for whatever reason, have the chance to attend college. It will also tend to be inflationary by raising tuitions. Now, I will say that 38% of Americans hold a college degree. That's what the number is in our country. So Biden is going to make those 62% of the U.S. residents that didn't pay for a degree now pay for the 38% that did get a degree. D does that seem right? But, but it goes beyond that, really. What about those that got their degree and then did the responsible thing and paid it off? Well, many conservative commentators noted that the policy is unfair to those who have already repaid their obligations. Quote, I worked hard to pay off my student loans. And it's a real slap in the face to see that, that I made so many sacrifices for them to just be forgiven anyways. That's, that's a quote from Cassie Dillon, the, the U.S. Bureau news editor for the Jewish News Syndicate. 
And she said this on social media. She said, I made $37,000 a year out of college living in Northern Virginia and paid off my $10,000 in student loans in six months. The fact that my tax dollars are going to a family making $250,000 a year is effing insane. (laughs) Amber uh, uh, Athley, Washington editor for The Spectator, um, also added, yes, it's it's possible. I managed to save a few thousand from my summer job as a lifeguard and swim instructor working 60 plus hours a week while in school. Afterwards, lived in the basement for $900 a month, took the bus to work, didn't blow money on eating out or entertainment. I went to an in-state public college Worked nights as a security guard from my first day and graduated in three years instead of four. So I could graduate without loads of debt. (laughs) Foundation for Economic Education Policy uh, correspondent Brad Pomelo, uh, he he remarked, "Uh, guess I'm a sucker. (laughs) I should have gone to a bougie private school, ran up the tab, and then cashed in on the taxpayers. Well, I mean, when you look at the way things have turned out, that might not have been a bad option, right? In in an opinion piece published earlier this year, uh, the Daily Wire's Zach Jewell uh, likewise noted that taxpayers who pay for college after saving their money, including himself, will be the ones who bear the penalty for purposely canceled uh, student debt. Now, if... Biden could wave a magic wand at the the request of leftists in Congress and suddenly make student loans disappear. This would be great news, Jewel wrote. But since we don't prance around in the magical fairyland some Democrats want us to believe in, no one can forgive student loans for some without burdening others. Right? I mean, these are this is not just debt that just poof goes away, somebody has to pay for it. And Democrats have a hard time with that concept. Those taking the hit for student debt cancellation would be the taxpayers like me who paid their way through college or who re- responsibly paid back their loans and like others who never went to college and never needed student loans in the first place. Now, as I mentioned before, we, we don't live in a country with a king. Thank goodness, right? How can Biden just cancel the debt? Does does he really have the power to do that? Because it definitely seems illegal. I mean, he's not the king. He shouldn't have the right to do that. It should be, as our Constitution says so, it should be the acts of Congress that have the the purse strings. That if you want to pay for something, it has to go first through the House and then through the Senate. Well, President Joe Biden's administration has developed a convoluted way to legally cancel student debt thanks to a law intended for 9-11 heroes. This is what they're standing on. But but it also undermines his, his boast touting the, the strongest American economy ever. So you can't have it both ways, Joe. While folks like Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi have argued that the president has no legal authority to wipe out said debts, 
Biden apparently thinks he found a way under the law passed after 9-11, which was intended to assist first responders and other Americans impacted during the national emergencies. Now, according to a legal memo sent to uh, Secretary of Education Miguel Cordano, um, uh, he, he said on Tuesday that the Biden administration's legal counsel claims that the Higher Education Relief Opportunities for Students, or HEROES Act, of uh, 2003 grants the secretary authority that could be used to, well, if, uh, eliminate uh, the the uh, a program of of targeting loan cancellation uh, directed at addressing the the uh, financial harms of COVID nineteen pandemic. Now, the the memo claimed that the Heroes Act, first enacted in the wake of September 11th attacks provides the secretary board authority to grant relief from student loan requirements during specific periods, a war, other military operations, or national emergency, such as the present COVID-19 pandemic, and for specific purposes, including to address the financial harms of such a war or other military operations or emergencies. Now, the Biden administration also pointed uh, that the Bush Obama and Trump administrations have used the HEROES Act to provide economic relief to borrowers in connection with a war or other military operations or national emergency. That includes the ongoing memorandum on uh, on student loan payments and interest, which began during the pandemic under, of course, President Donald Trump. Now, in 2020, Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos used the HEROES Act to place a hold on student loan interest and payments. However, prior to leaving office, her legal counsel decided in a a memo that the education department was limited in its authority as it related to the pandemic and student debt, something that the Biden administration obviously disagrees with, right? The January 2021 memorandum, uh, it, it... it was definitely an, an interpretation of, of modifying you know, the word modifying. Uh, and, and, it, and it would read the act to authorize the secretary to waive entirely or to make non-majority changes in the relevant statutory or regulatory provisions, but not authorize the secretary to do anything in between. That's coming directly from the Biden administration. That's what they claim. Now, the, interp- the, the interp- interpretation is illogical, and nothing in the HEROES Act broad grants any authority that, that supports this kind of reading. And that, that's directly from the, the Education Department's legal counsel. Regardless of the legal implications, which will undoubtedly be played out in the courts and debated by constitutional scholars and, and the like, the, the, the logic behind the move at this point is the COVID-19 pandemic makes little to no sense. Biden has spent the summer bragging that the American economy was strengthened by his bills like the American Rescue Plan, as well as the recently signed Inflation Reduction Act. Well, his team consistently boasts about the supposed historic economy under his watch. I mean, he, he has even promised that that he will come out of the pandemic, you know, we will come out of the pandemic better than, than when we went into it. And if this is the case, then why is student debt forgiveness needed at all, right? I mean, seriously, if this cancellation wasn't warranted before COVID hit 
American shores, then it certainly wouldn't be needed after it has has already swept through, you know, everywhere. And and now that we're really better off under Bidenomics, of course, the, the, the economy is not as great as the president has claimed, obviously. Yet Biden is trying to have it both ways with this debt cancellation. The American worker is both saddled with the impact of the coronavirus, yet so prosperous thanks to his policies, it doesn't make any sense. The, the, the justification does not have to make sense, though. It just has to satiate the Democratic Party's base right before the midterms. So obviously, there are a lot of questions about what old Joe is doing here. So, so when asked these questions, you know what he can do? All he can do is just simply mock the questions. President Joe Biden mocked a reporter on Wednesday who asked if it was unfair to cancel student loans for some people while others have to pay theirs back. Quote, is it unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? A reporter asked Biden. Quote, is it fair to people who, in fact, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses to see one of these guys giving them all the tax breaks? Is that fair? Biden snapped back. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, he gets a little cranky at times, right? Another reporter asked Biden, what about people who paid their loans through, uh, though, though struggling to pay their loans and now others that don't have to? Biden actually refused to answer and just simply walked out of the room on that one. You know, Biden doesn't know what he's doing. He just simply doesn't. He he doesn't even know how to defend what he's doing. And he doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know how to defend it, doesn't know why he's doing it half the time, I think. And and how can, can he defend it? it? It's a really bad idea on multiple fronts. The Washington Post editorial board slammed Joe Biden. Uh, Wednesday afternoon for his plan to to make U.S. taxpayers pay off thousands of dollars in student loans and Pell Grant uh, uh, recipients making less than $125,000 a year. The piece titled Biden's Student Loan Announcement is a re regressive, expensive mistake, states that Biden's decision was a flashy gimmick to ease progressive pressure and that's really what it was about. The Washington Post, Post states that the move to make taxpayers pay off the loans of some Americans and to further pause student loan payments was ill-conceived and misdirected. The editorial board praised former Donald Trump for pausing student loan payments because the situation during the pandemic was, was extreme and, and the action was warranted. I mean, if you're going to shut things down... Then, then you can't expect them. You can't expect people who aren't working to pay for that, and you're the one that forced them to not work. The unemployment rate for people with bachelor's degree and higher is just two percent. It's hard to make the case that college graduates are still facing an unprecedented crisis, right? If the unemployment rate is at two percent for them. The editorial board wrote this. They said, the loan forgiveness decision is even worse. Widely canceling student loan debt is regressive. It 
takes money from the broader tax base, mostly made up of workers who did not go to college, to subsidize the education debt of people with valuable degrees. Though Mr. Biden's plan includes an income cap, the threshold does not reflect need or earnings potential, meaning white-collar professionals with high future salaries stand to benefit. Student loans, moreover, are a poor proxy for household income. And an analysis by policy researcher Jason uh, DeLisles found that in 2016, students from high-income and low-income families were just as likely to take on debt for their first year in undergraduate program. And students from high-income families borrowed the largest amounts. <laughs> Mr. Biden's plan is so expensive and likely inflationary. I mean, the, the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget estimates that extending the loan pause to the end of the year, I mean, we're not talking about the, 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 the forgiveness of debt at this point. We're just talking about extending the loan pause to the end of the year would cost $20 billion while forgiving the $10,000 for households making less than $300,000 and it would, would cost $230 billion. Now, together, these policies would nullify nearly a decade's worth of deficit reduction from the Inflationary Reduction Act. Remember that? They passed this Inflation in Reduction Act, and they said inside of this thing is uh, these... This, this deficit reduction. Well, they just, even if that was true, let's just say for the sake of argument, that was all true. What they did with this was they eliminated, they nullified a decade's worth of deficit reduction from that, even saying that it was going to happen. They just wiped it out. Moreover, it is unclear that the 1965 Higher Education Act even grants the president the legal authority. It doesn't. And, and it doesn't grant him the legal authority to take such a sweeping step, given that it was historically understood to permit only more targeted relief. So even the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, said just a year ago that Biden didn't have the power to do this. But she is not the only prominent Democrat to think that this is a really bad idea. Top economists who worked for former Barack Obama slammed Joe Biden for his plan to bail out the large number of Americans from having to pay back the substantial portion of their student loan and Pell Grants. Jason Furman, the president, uh, President Barack Obama's chairman uh, of the Council of Economic Advisors, responded to the plan by writing on social media, quote, pouring roughly half a trillion dollars of gasoline on the inflationary fire that is already burning is reckless. Doing it while going well beyond one campaign promise, the $10,000 of you know student loan relief, is breaking another. All proposals paid for. That's Remember, he, he was saying that all of his proposals are going to be paid for. So he broke that proposal to try to keep this one. And, and, and that's even worse. Uh, he, he continued, he says, there are a number of other highly uh, problematic impacts, uh, including encouraging higher tuition in the future, in, encouraging more borrowing and creating 
expectations of future debt forgiveness and more. Of course, it's all going to do that. Of course, we're going to see college tuitions go even higher. By the way, those examples also contradict the baseline that some have have concocted to claim that that this won't raise inflation. The claim that it won't raise inflation is based on the construction worker going from you know permanently paying zero dollars interest to paying thirty one dollars a month at an annual cost of three hundred and seventy two dollars. Most importantly, everyone else will pay for this either in a high form of inflation or in higher taxes, or lower benefits in the future, or maybe all three, I would add. Finally, it is not obvious to me that this is reasonable for pre- for a president to do unilaterally. A number of uh, lawyers and political leaders have argued inconsistent uh, that this is inconsistent with the law, even if technically legal. I, I, I don't like this amount of of presidential power. And I would agree with Jason Furman on this. I, I'm but but when you when you get right down to it, I, I think of all the things that I've seen on this, Jesse Waters put it best. I like Jesse Waters, host of, of um the Fox News uh unloaded on on President Biden and, and over uh, he unloaded over his his administration's plan of course to to do this this uh, forgiveness of of debt. Now Waters addressed the topic with his co-hosts on the network's popular rush hour panel show, The Five. He's on there, and he, and he said he argued that the move was unconstitutional and would only benefit, uh, really benefit graduate degree holders who were pulling down six-figure incomes. Quote, I want to gr- congratulate all the rich whites with, um, uh, with graduate degrees who are living on the coast making six figures. You really are the forgotten men and women of this country, and you finally now have a president who feels your pain, he said in a mocking tone. Spending most of your 20s in school, now finally making close to 125000 Man, I mean, would, would they do, what would they do without Joe Biden? <laughs> of course, a little tongue-in-cheek, right? Waters went on to, to ask why. Uh, if Americans truly were living in the in in the great economy, Democrats appeared to believe that they were. Why any anyone needs to have a student debt forgiven in the first place? Uh, it it doesn't make any sense. He says you 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 cannot raid the treasury and then cut checks to your favorite voters. Where did Biden give the power as a president to spend half a trillion dollars? That that's Congress's job. He, he cannot steal Nancy's purse and then to start bribing people before an election, that's an abuse of power and it's unconstitutional. Nancy even said so, said it was unconstitutional, he continued. Noting that the Speaker Nancy Pelosi had previously said Biden did not have the power to just simply forgive student debt. This is reverse class warfare. It's like, I don't know. You rob the poor to pay the rich. You're going to get a plumber's family to pay off the loan of a graduate school family that makes that's, that's making a, a quarter of a million dollars each year. Why should I have to pay for anybody to have to pay for my neighbor's graduate degree? <laughs> you you look across the street. You see your neighbor's daughter. She just backed into a mailbox. She's she's always been an idiot, <laughs> and now. 
you have to pay for her to get an advanced degree in in Estion poetry? It doesn't make any sense at all. Yes, it doesn't make any sense at all. Waters concluded by saying that it would that that it was only going to get worse. The, the next time it will be, you know, more than ten thousand dollars per borrower. And he argued that it was different than delivering tax cuts across the board because everybody gets a tax cut. This is this, this is not different than tax. This this is a lot different than tax cuts. He says everybody gets a tax cut. Everybody that pays taxes gets the tax cut when they cut their taxes. Right? It's not like Donald Trump cut taxes on males in the swing states of Ohio, Florida, and North Carolina three months before the midterm, he said. And and I would say this, look, these loans are just that. They're loans. Loans are to be paid back. If you want to help someone, why not pay off their lo- all their loans, their, their mortgages? Why not pay off their, their all credit card debt? Just, just let's just pay it all off. I know I, sh- I shouldn't say this too loud, should I? Because somebody will hear it and they'll want to do it when it comes to these guys. Why why not give everyone a, a, a break from paying taxes in general? We can't afford it. That's why. We can't afford to do it. I, it, it will probably come with a price tag close to a trillion dollars, this thing. And that's from a country that's already trillions of dollars in debt. We cannot afford to do that. Even even if this was a great idea, even if this was something you're just like, man, this is just such a wonderful idea. You can't do it. We are in serious debt. And now we're going to just waive the debt of these guys who paid for underwater basket weaving and can't get an underwater basket weaving job. This is a terrible idea. And yet, here we go. Now, you may, you may agree with this. You may disagree with this. Please, I would love to hear from you. You can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening.